1: Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I'm your host Brian. And I'm Jay. Tonight, you guys, Mister Jay Randall is back, back on the podcast. Sorry, da, 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 da. sorry, we missed you last week. I hope I didn't bore everybody with my rambling, but uh, and,
2: uh, and you know, and everybody knows I'm like I'm the Vanna. <laughs> you know, I mean, how could you not want to look at this face like all the time, or at least for the duration of the podcast?
1: Yeah. Well, you know.
2: <laughs> and to the to the, the the viewers and listeners, you're welcome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good, man. Uh, yeah, it it was kind of funny. Uh, I know the other night I did a live stream for the uh, hundred sub giveaway on the YouTube channel. Then a bunch of guys are giving me crap about not doing the Sly Dog Podcast. I'm like, look, man, like, Paddle and Finn Podcast is first. I'm trying to do three YouTube videos a week now. Like, It's insane. What else do you want from me? <laughs> but I think, uh, I think I'm think i going to try recording one tonight, so be on the lookout. It might be out Whoa. tomorrow or later in the week, but I told everybody it wasn't dead. I just, you know, if haven't had much to talk about over there because i've been using it all over here so, that's
2: right yeah that's right that's where all the content is man paddle right and Finn here
1: yeah on the podcast
2: <laughs> this is where you get it yeah
1: yeah so uh real quick uh this ties into our first subject um we just did a intro to kayak fishing seminar down at rocktown adventures i know i mentioned it on the last last pod but uh Yesterday tried going out in the kayak. It was ridiculously cold. Was trying to move up in the KBF monthly challenge and yeah, I didn't get any fish. But I went to the river and I was bouncing around the river and I got to a spot and uh I was actually on the phone with the godfather, aka Scott, former co host, and uh this dude was waiting and he comes walking by me. He's like, Hey man, you one of the paddle and fin dudes? I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, man. I just saw one of your YouTube videos. You were down on St. Chris Lake down in Springfield. Good stuff, man. Keep it up. I was supposed to come to the seminar last night. I didn't make it, but uh, my buddy went. And uh, I was like, oh, cool. You know, we'll be doing more of them. So he uh, just a shout out to that guy. I didn't get his name. and uh, But it was kind of weird. I was like, wow people recognize me (laughs) so
2: oh dude yeah you're you're famous you're you know what though you're like rockford
1: famous yeah rockford famous yeah and i don't know if that's good or bad yeah (laughs) i don't know know either i don't know either just something but uh shout out to that dude he watches youtube videos and uh listens to the pod so yeah it was cool running into him and then uh yeah we had some pod uh I think two guys listened to the podcast that were at the seminar, two or three. And then, um, yeah, a bunch of new guys wanting to get into the sport. I know uh, the one listener, he bought a Old Town Predator last year, hasn't put it to use yet, and, you know, was just kind of looking for some tips. Um, we had some older guys there, you know. No offense, not, not knocking you for being older, but I think it was cool, man. Let's just say the demographic yeah. was quite vast. It was. Yeah, we had young, <laughs> young guys all the way up to old retired yeah. guys. And it was super yeah. cool. Um, yep. And everybody said they took a lot away from it. I know um, we ran the GoPro. I forgot to start it right at the start, but uh, it it was shortly after we started. So I may try throwing that together and uh, putting it up on the YouTube. So well I, I meant to ask you did the did the audio come out pretty good on that yeah it came out pretty decent except for a uh, shout out to the legend aka rick down there in Rocktown. <laughs> he was helping a customer so you can kind of hear some of his chitter chatter in the background oh, at the beginning rick, yeah i'll get on, i'll get on the legend about that jeez <laughs> barriers rick barriers but, but uh yeah no it was good man uh the the audio came out pretty decent um And I want to just say thanks to like the listeners because some of the topics we talked about was stuff um, that some of you guys have asked us. You know, like we touched on um, the rod aspect and, uh, you know, I gave a shout out to Jeff Gruse for sending that uh, question in. And there was some other stuff, too, um, that were past listener feedback questions type deals, so. Yeah, I mean, what, what was your thoughts on it? How did, I know we were both like, all right, let's do this on the way there. And then yeah. we kind of started and we were both kind of like, oh, wow, like we we got some people here, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean, I knew there'd be people there. It's like, you know, it's funny. It's, you know, it kind of reminded me of the days of being back in the bands. And I, and I know I mentioned that to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, except this time I didn't really have the butterflies. But at the same time. Like as soon as I started talking, I felt like I was like, like I told you, I was like, Did I sound like a moron? Yeah. I'm like <laughs> I was like, I just really felt, felt like I was really trying to push out sentences and I'm like, dude, and then after I'm like, just talk, man. Just yeah. talk. Yeah. Like just just talk to him. Don't try you know, I'm like, you're just trying to, to be like, you know, so many things. And again, I think a lot of that had to do with uh the fact that we had some elderly gentlemen in there. And you want to sound smart, you know, you don't want to sound like a dumbass. So you don't want to be like,
1: yeah, bro, this is the paddle you need, man. Like, yeah,
2: Yeah. you know, you want. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's like I never really wanted to pass on good information. I didn't like said I'm just like anybody else, you know, trying to make an impression, you know, but also trying to be yourself. You know, sometimes that line gets blurred and sure. But I mean, like I I, I pushed through it, you know, and me and you started bouncing off each other pretty good. Uh, there are a lot of good questions. Uh, you know, uh, I think there were a lot of good answers to that, of course. Uh, and I hope like everybody that was there, like really got something out of it. And from, you know, the, the after party, um, yeah. you know, it was, uh, yeah, the, the after event. Yeah. Uh, everybody was pretty cool and, and pretty, uh, you know, receptive to what we said and had additional follow-up questions, um, you know, which was great. You know, so I, I thank everybody too. That was really cool. Thanks for letting me you know be a part of that. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, because I, I was you know I don't really have a problem like with public speaking, but it felt like I was a little bit out of my uh, comfort zone for a yeah. little bit. You know, sure, but sure, as sure. soon as we as soon as we get rolling though, everything was fine. You know, you know it was it was a good time. But uh, yeah, and it was funny. We got you know I I, I love the interaction when they start laughing at me. Too, yeah. Right? Like I got to say I'm, I I love the attention. So yeah. let's keep that up. So yeah. whenever I say something funny, definitely laugh. <laughs> and everything I say is funny. So you should be laughing all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I mean, no, it was really cool. <laughs> uh, I think one of my favorite parts was just uh, the interaction, the, the questions guys were throwing out there and us being able to respond in a good fashion where they'd understand and they took concept yeah. to it. And I would say pretty much everybody I talked to afterwards because we had some pizza uh, and beers and sodas and whatever um, after afterwards and you know we were interacting with everybody I had my boat set up guys were checking that out and um, you know everybody said to me and I think you had the same response like thank you so much for doing this like it was super informative and things of that nature and there was even some guys that were experienced. Um, yeah, that, that took something away from it. Um, so when we do post that, maybe check that out on the YouTube because, you know, we might mention something that you don't think of. I know there's things all the time that, um, just me from watching other YouTubers, uh, other, uh, people, even Jay, you know, I learn something from him every now and then, you know, when we're out on the water. Well, and I I (laughs) hope the same thing for me, you know, and, that was the one thing I said during it was you know fishing is a never ending learning experience. You're always learning something new every time you're on the water, setting up your gear, you know doing whatever um so it was it was kind of cool, but uh, I know we got some some folks that are gonna be new to kayak fishing coming this season, yep. so which is cool, you know. And uh, we talked about doing maybe like a, a tournament-type seminar too uh, for the guys that were interested in that because we did get a few questions about like online tournaments and live events and things like that. Um, speaking of which, national championship was just this past weekend. Shout-out right. to two former guests. Uh, Dusty Yacker uh, took 10th place and Mr. Drew Gregory took 2nd. Yeah, dude.
2: Yeah, he took he took a saucy twenty grand.
1: Man. It, was, it was twenty plus because he got some bonus bucks out of that. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. You know
2: what? Though well, the, he
1: the, the guy that I tell you he real, is so experienced. Well, yeah, but the guy that took first uh, took over seventy. I think it was like seventy three thousand with all the bonus bucks because yep. first place paid yeah, fifty. It so but uh, it was cool. I was watching the awards ceremony. Uh, you were driving home, I think I texted you about yeah. Drew, but when they called Drew and the other guy up, because they turned the tournament standings off. and um, Yeah, they usually do that. You know, Greg Blanchard took third. Shout out to Greg, man. Uh, I love his content. And, uh, and then they called up the final two, and he said, J- Chad Hoover made some comment about, like, You know, this short little guy from Jackson Kayaks, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Drew came up, and uh, he handed the mic to both of them. And what I thought was interesting was uh, Drew, like, really broke down what he was doing. And he was in the Blue Sky, the 360 angler, and he said he was standing on top of the seat on the Blue Sky, sight fishing, uh, fish on beds, And he said he found a a stretch of this lake or whatever river, I guess a river ran through the lake, and he found a section where there was current, and there was these big cypress trees. And um, he was looking for trees that were bare, clean on the back, like no weeds or anything, and that's where all the fish were. If there was any kind of stuff hanging off that tree, wasn't a fish there, and he was... Said he didn't change his bait the whole time. Z Man chatterbait with a uh razor shad, right? That's what they are. The razor shads. The big eight inch ones, uh, they're,
2: you... Well, the the ones like well, the eight inch ones are the mags, I think. Yeah. And then the, they're called swimmers if they're smaller than that. <clears throat> yeah,
1: swimmers or razor shad or something yeah. like that. But uh Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm caught... sure there's
2: another version out there too. I think the fluke has yeah. another name too. Gotcha,
1: but uh, yeah, he said that's how he caught all his fish, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was huge, man, and shout out to the guy that won, Elsie, I don't have too much information on him, but uh, I was thinking about reaching out to him, seeing if uh, we could maybe get him on a pod, that would be cool. That would be, yeah, that would definitely be cool. And maybe an epic return of Drew Gregory, that's on your list to do. Yeah,
2: all right. Yeah, I'll get, I'll, get, like, I'll get in touch with him. I did say congrats to him. Yeah, you know, he was. So, I did
1: on Facebook as well. Like, Thanks.
2: So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he's a good dude. You know, he's yeah. a busy, busy boy. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, it was cool, man. Uh, I know there was a lot of big fish caught. I know, Dusty caught a nine pounder. I saw he, I think he's posting it today, uh, on Facebook. Um, I know uh, our good friend Rodney Hicks. He caught his PB down there. He had a little video. And, man, if you guys don't follow Rodney, he's got a YouTube channel, too. I think it's Rodney Hicks Fishing or something. Uh, He's a good Chicago boy. And, uh, yeah, shout out to Rodney. He's a good dude. Yeah, he had me cracked. That video had me cracked up. Yeah, dude. I didn't
2: didn't expect him to yell at the end. He's like, oh, like, dude. Okay, I'm like, all right. Yeah, it was kind of like an
1: Iconelli freak out, you know. Yeah, it was all uh, like
2: chill. He's like, I'm gonna go for the intro, and then I'm just gonna erupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now, shout out to everybody that competed down there. I know there was some people from uh, quite a few people from KBL, Um, Susie Roloff, uh, Dusty Yacker, and David Brook and michael watson and then rodney fishes the great lakes which you're fishing and i think there was a couple other guys from great lakes down there as well so shout out to all those guys yeah yeah good job guys yeah yeah and uh i know um catch the catch team catchboard team they took third for the team event i forget who it was they took first and i think jackson was up there too
2: Yeah, um, I sadly have not been paying that much of attention, but full disclosure, I'm a little busy doing other stuff. Yeah, no, I'm trying to keep up, but I'm behind right
1: now. That's kind of the big news in the kayak world, but uh, I was, uh, I I shouldn't say I was surprised, but I was blown away by Greg Blanchard because he had just won one of the Hobie Bass Open events out in California two weeks ago and then takes third in the national championship so he's hot man he's a guy to watch out for. yeah (laughs) (laughs) no no great job greg yeah no he's a he's a good dude so
2: your vids are your videos are cool they're they're fun to watch
1: i love them i love them but uh yeah man so seminar went good uh made some new friends Got some new listeners, yep. all that good stuff. So anybody that attended, shout out to you guys! Thanks for showing up. Um, if anybody's interested, we're going to have another one. We don't have the date yet, but we'll announce that, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. So yes, sir. And then uh, why don't you give us an update? You've been you've been struggling with the new trailer, getting ready for the season. Our both of our first <laughs> tournaments are. A week soon. Week from Saturday for you, and a week from Sunday for me. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: uh, yeah, that rooftop tent, like it's awesome, (laughs) but but it's also come at a price. Yeah, it's Uh, given you a few headaches. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's quite literally come at a price. Uh, So, I've been having. My trailer currently is very top heavy, um, and I kind of knew this would happen, so I am basically more tall than I am wide, um, but not in real life. But uh, so the trailer is like you know pretty tippy. It's a lightweight trailer though. It's not like a standard boat trailer by any means. This is very this is a, a sport utility right on trailer. It's a nice trailer. It, you know when I had just have. The kayak on top, you know, if I get kayak on bottom, kayak on top. Works great. Never had a problem. It's got, like, 4.8, you know, um, wide tires on an 8-inch rim. They're, like, super small tires, <clears throat> um, which most of them are kind of running on. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, I'm pretty uh, top-heavy right now. So I am currently redesigning the bottom portion to add some weight. And I may do some other alterations, and what I mean by that is, um, I've already so I needed a wider tire. I think was the biggest thing I really needed to make an improvement on. Um, move, make, getting a larger axle on that trailer doesn't seem to be as easy as it is to maybe widen the stance, uh, uh, mainly because of where the uh, where the springs and everything connect. I'm not a welder by any means, so I kind of you know, I looked at a lot of stuff and I just. Just saw that even though you're getting a wider axle, there seems to be like a uh, uh, a predetermined amount of hub uh, off the end of the uh, off the end of the, the axle. axle um, that g- grows with the shaft, so to speak. So sure. even though you you're enlarging it, everything else is going to the to the right and left. So you're not really solving the problem in the sense of the springs actually connecting because the springs have a little hole in them where a divot in the actual axle goes to um, basically make them stay. <clears throat> so that being said, <clears throat> I looked at axle options. Axles are like 180 bucks plus. plus. like I said, I have to figure out how to properly move uh, the axle to where it works properly with the leaf spring. Um, on my trailer, I only have one leaf spring, um, so it's uh, you know, like again, it's a very lightweight trailer. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I abandoned the whole axle thing i mean it's on the books but i'm pricing out everything trying to make you see what would take the longest to and all that so what i came up with is getting wheel spacers um and getting like aluminum uh you know t what was it t1060 or something like that oh it's great I'm not, i don't even have the details in my brain right now but <laughs> anyway they're basically you know dot regulated like they're, they're safe for the highway sure they're not You know, these aren't like uh, ATV spacers, which exist. So that's another thing. If you look to do something like this, you got to pay attention to that. Um, So essentially, you know, again, I have eight inch rims. I didn't want to go. So going higher was a problem because it just makes it taller. So I wanted to really stay as low as I could. Sure. So I, I ended up, um, you know, using the spacers to be able to put a nine inch wide tire on there, which is like a motorcycle trailer type tire. Yeah. Um, which is about 10, uh, 18 inches high. Sure. And my current tire is like 15 and a half to 16. Um. So I got a little bit of height that I needed. And I had, I have a clearance issue uh, f- from before, like we talked about, about getting the, the, uh the trailer jacks, the stabilizer jacks to be able to have enough clearance because mine um, will sit like this, and then they actual, you know, they'll actually deploy like that. So I couldn't do that. Um, I, I couldn't get the rotation to unlock them and lock them. These tires will allow me to do that. So I got that height. I haven't installed anything yet. It's going to happen this week, but uh, but basically, I got two and a quarter spacers, which pushed out the hub, which allowed um, a seven inch deep rim course that's in half at like 350 you know or three inches of, or 3.5 inches rather uh and fit onto the axle perfectly so that's where i am now and i have some other problems to deal with i'm i used to love trailer or you know trailer launch in this boat or any of the boats that i trailered because it was just easier um, i could you know get it all set up and then just back it into the water, and then off I go. Uh, so now that seems like it's going to be thrown to the side because I think I have to lower my rod tubes too. yeah. And I have to decide their positioning on the, the trailer to do that because I want to put more weight over the tires. And plus the spacers and the new tires add weight. So, I mean, weight is being added where the axle isn't really suffering sure. from the weight. Sure. Um, so it's just more on the road. So, you know, I'm just getting that all together and rethink you know, just thinking about that. And like I was telling you, like you'll go out in your garage, you know, because I already know these problems exist. Um, and and you'll like grab a beer and you stare at your trailer for like two hours. You know, and then you've got like the girlfriend or the wife coming out, go, What are you doing? Yeah. Like you just like are you like, you know, are you okay? It's like, Yeah, I'm just trying to figure some stuff out. (laughs) Like I like mentally i'm making a note of like where stuff is and if i do this what's gonna affect this you know right what do i gotta move and then i, I got a, a measuring tape i must have measured right. the trailer like a, a thousand times already in every which way so uh but yeah there's some things on the books first thing is get the bigger tires on yeah. there and then figure out the rod tubes are definitely coming down and if that doesn't solve the problem well then i'm cutting the tires another six to six let's just say six inches to twelve Sure, six 12 inches. Um, <clears throat> getting all tongue tied, but uh, you yeah. know, and maybe that will help solve it. I know I got to bring it down. The engine, you know, the engineer that helped me design that pretty much told me that like, hey, if you put anything up here, you might have an issue. Yeah. Well, it's happened, <laughs> so uh, but the- it's fine. you know, it- it's a custom job. It's like it's uh, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, ultimately, though, this is becoming a very expensive trailer, and I think by the end of it, yeah. I probably i could have afforded a tennessee trailer or something by now <laughs> you
0: know
2: yeah. we're getting there
0: yeah
2: you know it's a, but it is uh it, i it's you know I, i'm glad everyone likes it and stuff uh but it's it, it's it's a work in progress you know it's it's like a moving canvas yeah like
1: literally <laughs> i know i talked to you one night and i'm like what are you doing and you're like i'm sitting in my garage looking at my trailer i've been out here for yeah. like two hours Yep. I don't know, man. Yep. And then you like listed off all this stuff and I'm like, Yep. Uh yep. I don't know what to tell you, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But uh yeah. no, it's cool, man. I know uh I know we mentioned after you had put that tent on and you had posted some pictures, it was like a hot topic and now it's like seems like that's your going conversation on social right now as everybody's yeah, yeah. like interested in what you're doing and how you're making it work so that's super cool you know and uh oh, i dig it man everybody digs the diy stuff you know yeah you know i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to put um some
2: effort into <coughs> getting some video and stuff <coughs> but maybe explaining what i'm doing too so that way it, it kind of rehashes the whole thought process sure. because you know just in a nutshell I've owned the trailer for three years and it just came as a flat trailer. There was nothing on it except round bars yeah. that are very similar to Yakima uh round bars. But um after that I got the tiers connected and now that the rooftop's on this year, and it's all like you know, it's presented some challenges. So I'm trying to make it safe because I already know that that thing will flip on the back of my truck the way it is right now, and I don't mind admitting that um it's not safe for me or anybody else it won't flip my truck thank god but still i don't need that thing causing any damage to anybody like i just it scares me to drive right now i know i have a problem to fix i'm gonna fix it i'm gonna figure it out um you know and get this thing going to where it's safe you know that's what's important to me but i also want to look cool you know sure. i mean don't, don't give me wrong <clears throat> you know but it it's, there's pros and cons to everything and you know I can't trailer launch anymore. That's pretty much what it's come to. And it is what it is. I'll just use a cart. No big deal. You know, it's like it, you know, sometimes you just gotta, I don't know for the ultimate outcome, you know, you gotta go for the compromise and decide what's more important. And safety is above all most important right now. Yeah. So we're going to go that route.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, I, uh, I know, uh, we fished together this past week and that was one of the things we went down to, uh, your little bass and gill club there. Um, and you know, that was something you were interested in trying was just launching your trailer before you get to tournament day. And yeah, I mean that thing, that boat, man, it's just, it's just big. And and I think you even mentioned when we were on the water, you're like, man, this thing is huge. (laughs) Yeah. You know,
2: you have so much room. It's like, uh, it's,
1: you know, yeah. And the way, the way those uprights are on your trailer, I think it just, it it struggles just because once it hits the water, the back end lifts up and then it wants to, you know, move, uh, you know, one way or the other. And then it just gets up on that bar. I think you're going to, Scratch up the side of your boat more if you if you launch it that way, but
2: well, and the, the the main thing is too is because the way that the big rig is designed, you know, it's forty inches, you know, at the the bottom of the hull, but it goes up to like forty three inches. How do I know it's forty three inches at its widest point? Because that's the exact measurement of my tiers, the yep. width of my tiers that can fit something in there. Now, mind you, I can get a Hobie in there and uh because glenn has been in there um you know but i can get a hobie in there but the, i had no idea that was actually one of my like one of my uh uh what's called reservations too about maybe which way i was going to go with a boat and all that because i'm like man i don't even know if this thing's gonna fit sure. but i found out that it touches both sides at the widest point just for a little bit but it creates uh, an issue for me to launch it so let's just say if i had a 45 inch you know four, 44 inches wider sure or, or not wider but 44 inches wide it'd probably go fine to your point where it goes up like when you have a steep embankment off, yeah off of a, on the, the launch yep. it yeah it's like you gotta have that clearance yeah. with the kusa fd i didn't have that problem because there's enough room and you could really just slide that thing right off sure uh big rig's just too big and you know it's just it gets caught You know, which is not, it it, it is what it is. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not difficult to pull it on and off, but if you're trying to trailer launch, it's not going to work unless I kick it off like I did. (laughs) Like I have to crawl on the trailer and push it off my feet. Yeah. It's doable. I just, again, safety is first, man. It's like those, the big thing is, is I always wanted to keep the rod tubes out of the water. Yeah. And that's the reason why they're up high and it works great i think if the axle was bigger or the whole base of the trailer would be bigger um but if i can't trailer launch it then they're coming down and sure. i i, I you know i'm not gonna do that because water will get in the tubes yeah so i'm not gonna be you know filling my tubes with water with reels in there and stuff so
1: right right, right.
2: so it is what it is i mean i'm not heartbroken over it it's just one of those things yeah 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 no, i hear you, know? you man But yeah, if there's anybody out there doing trailers, man, like do it up. We all want to see it. You know, people are really interested in these trailers and what you can do with them. Uh, I think you'd, uh, you'd be surprised, man. And you could do whatever you want. I was actually just talking to Matt Cunningham of Jackson. Uh, he's one of the customer service guys over there and he's a real good dude too. I fished him a few times. Um, he was asking me about the route tubes and you know what he should do, what size this mat. Um, you know, and, and I, I believe I kind of helped him with an idea that he's going to go with. And he does not trailer launch. You yeah. know, he just has a really jet ski trailer that he turned, repainted and redid. Uh, and he's looking to add a rod tube. And I think he's going to go with an 8-inch actually underneath. Like, you know where that V is? Yeah. Because got, he's got straight bars going across. He's, he can fit like an 8-inch there, I think. And that's probably the best you should ever add to sure. any trailer just because you can fit spinning rails in there then yeah
1: yeah with yeah i know uh i'm gonna be making some some changes here this week to uh mobile hq uh yep. aka the paddle and fin trailer aka home away from home <laughs> but <laughs> uh yeah i'm taking that top bunk out just because it hasn't really been utilized and uh i'm gonna try to make like an insert so that way it makes the back bed bigger and the front one as well so hopefully i don't need that and then i'm going to turn that into a cabinet and then i'm going to do a a little diy rod rack um to to put all my rods the rack would go on the ceiling and i got an idea of like hinging it so that way when i'm uh wherever i need to be i can take my rods out of the rack and just fold those Pieces up to the ceiling and then in transit, have them down or just have them down. And, uh, you know, um, you know, it, uh, works. Sorry. <laughs> I,
0: had a no, te- I, mean- I had a text come
1: through. It's business related. So, um, but yeah, so that but, way it, uh, but it, t- it, it, it's out of the way. I was going if, if, to
2: say, but tell me you weren't like in your garage just standing there with the door down like you know the back of the trailer and you're staring at the ceiling is going hmm.
1: yeah yeah no well there's uh, a fan right there well you know? <laughs> it usually like I don't necessarily have to look at it it's it's more of like I've been making these 3 hour each way drives down to Springfield lately to go fish so it's like driving home or driving driving there you know i got plenty of time to think about plenty of things, you know? Yes. And I'm like, hmm, how am I going to make this work? So, um, but I got an idea because I used to have a, uh, the idea I have in mind, I used to have a rack like that uh, mounted in the ceiling of the garage in my old place. Um, And it was above my Sylvan boat. So I would jump in the boat and throw rods up there in the rack and then take take the ones down because I had trolling rods, you know, my spinning rods casting rods and you know kids poles um if I was taking somebody out I had extras things like that so I could just kind of swap them out so I, I already got it planned out um should work but I'm going to do a, a a new video on the whole trailer um you know here maybe end of the week or something um so kind of do a walkthrough on that I know when I finished that trailer, that was, like, one of the most popular videos on our YouTube channel for a bit. I think the hot video now is uh, the way I rigged up my Garmin in the Bonafide pod. So, but, uh, yeah, I dig it, man. You know, it's it's funny because I know so many people, I show them your trailer, I show them my trailer. You know, because there's so many guys in the kayak fishing world, they just, like, sleep in the back of their cars and stuff yep. at the launches. You know, not everybody can go and afford to spend, you know, a hundred plus dollars a night at a hotel, you know, yeah. and that just gets ridiculous. Whereas uh you know, I think I'm going down uh Thursday before the tournament so I can pre fish. So I got Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night at the campground and it cost me I think it was 60 bucks, you know? So it's like half of a night staying in a yeah. hotel, you know? Plus I can cook all my food, so I save mm-hmm. money there, things like that, you know? So, yeah, man, I'm digging it. I'll, I'll do a little little walkthrough and uh, get that put up there, making a few changes and some more decals, things like that. Yeah, I'm
2: kind of hoping to do something like that too, I think, with because uh, me and Glenn are fishing the great lakes tournament together um yeah. and i just got a campsite and stuff and i'm like that'll be like the perfect um i guess showcase of it to have have it out um and what i think i might be doing too is just leaving it there at the campsite but we're gonna sure. i think i was gonna just gonna have a video like maybe do a video with him like a walkthrough uh, of just what it's like now um sure. with all the all, with all the changes and stuff you know with yeah. their new because sh- you know the new shoes that it's gonna have are gonna make that thing look totally different oh in you know, yeah. my opinion kind of cool and i have gone through a lot of trouble to make these things fit <laughs> you yeah. know because i think the trailer needed it and and two i mean it's just i i don't know i just there's a little look factor in there it looks cooler now yeah i mean i was yeah yeah but you know it's i just cool. kinda, like you said there's still more to do it's, yeah. it's work progress but there's there's but always yeah. more to do <laughs> yeah dude i'm telling you you know it's like but you know the the sad thing is I'm losing the bike racks on it but yeah. I've got the truck and I can just put bikes in the back of the truck It's not a big deal.
1: Right on, man. So, right on. I'll
2: just move past it and just get it done.
1: So what else you got to do before before first tournament? You pretty much um, ready to go?
2: Yeah, gotta... for the most part. I think I'm going to make a few lures. Um like I was talking to you, I think I'm going to try some new stuff out this this time around. Stuff that I'm not completely I wouldn't say confident with, it's just not a confidence bait for me. Sure. Uh, you know, throwing jigs. Um, you know, of course some of you throwing the chatters. I mean I'm gonna power fish first because that's what I do. Yeah. You know, and I'm gonna see, I just gotta make sure not to be a knucklehead and, and stay with a pattern that's not working and change colors, uh, which I've been really making the effort to do. Sure. If any if anybody doesn't know, it's like I don't I, I would never claim to be the as bass fishing because I'm not, uh I do love to catch bass though. um I'm kind of like middle of the road, I guess. Like I'm just dangerous enough to creep into the top ten, sure, and knock people out. But right, you know, and I've played, you know, I've I've got some decent places here and there. But the, my biggest problem is, because of that is uh I don't change colors. I just stay with confidence base. I don't retie. Uh, believe it. or not, I just don't. I'm just stubborn. I don't know. Sure. I just go and these are the ones that are gonna work. I'm gonna bring them, but. trying to stay versatile, you know, and and I'm bringing less rods. Yeah. So it'll kind of force me to do that.
1: It's funny. um, So we had the whole conversation about jig fishing the other day because that's what I've been doing a lot of. And uh, I haven't really been power fishing much um, at all. It's too cold. And, and yeah, that's part of it. I've thrown a spinner bait a little bit, slow rolling a spinner bait and a crank bait a little bit. But I'm like, man, I haven't. I was thinking about this the other day and I was like I haven't thrown a chatterbait yet. And the whole thing with Drew Gregory was like, dude, why haven't I been like rolling a chatterbait lately? Um so that's that's one thing on my mind, but um the video I put out Sunday um you know, it was titled making adjustments and somebody had commented on it um believe his name is uh, it's midwest fishing and outdoors um uh, go check his channel out too uh he's up from milwaukee i think it is and uh you know he's like such a great point he made and there was you know we as fishermen just fail at changing it up and adapting to what's going on with the fish because you know the weekend prior when i was there it was a lot warmer sun was out um fish were up shallow Uh, Cold front blew in We had a storm rolling in that night I drove three hours home It was like almost three and a half hours Three hours and 45 minutes home Because of this rain And people just driving like idiots But um, You know As my I started out my day I like instantly went to what I was doing That weekend before um, Casting up shallow This and that Mm -hmm. And I did find a few fish up there um actually my biggest one of the day kind of came up shallow but uh i was in a different part of the lake it was cooling lake a little bit warmer over there water temp wise um but when i really started getting on some bites it was when i moved out deeper and uh had i adjusted earlier in the day i would have probably caught a lot more fish So I think that's just one thing, you know, guys, when you're out there on the water, you know, don't be afraid to make a change and try something new. I know at one point the, and one of the ways I kind of found it was, is I was fishing up shallow with my jig and wasn't really getting anything. And I'm like, I know these fish are here. It was a main point in the lake. You know, they haven't fully committed to moving up shallow to get ready to spawn. And I just like cast it off the left side of my boat way out deep and uh, started jigging it back and there was a ledge right there and I was throwing a football jig is what I've been using mostly and I'm jigging it up this ledge and I can feel rocks and it's a rocky ledge and you know this time of year fish are mainly feeding on crayfish like that's their main forage that big fish the 18 and a quarter 18 and a half that I caught the week prior um, When I went to unhook her I saw a crayfish Claw coming out of her throat So you know And not only that but You can tell when a fish is feeding on them Because that upper lip Is going to be like super red Where it looks like it's bleeding That's because it's they're getting down there in the rocks Rubbing it on the rocks Sucking those crayfish out of there So maybe that's too much information to give away, but you know, (laughs) that's what we're here for, you know, but, uh, and and that's something I mentioned in, in one of the videos is like, I I, want to talk more about some of my mode of thinking. I think, you know, I, I take some pretty decent footage of fishing, but I don't like really break down like my thought process. And I think a lot more people grasp to that. So, um sure. you know the other thing i talked about in that video was uh the effect of barometric pressure in fishing you follow you follow barometric pressure barometric barometric,
2: <laughs> barometric. forget it uh you know yes and no but it's probably more, more of a no um i'm more are of the, you, so, the, the solar lunar are calendar. you a moon phase guy I'm a moon phase guy. and But you know what? I can tell you this. Um, it's lied to me, so
1: there's probably some truth to what you're saying, you know? See, I think the the moon phase definitely does have uh, an effect on fish, for sure. Um, don't get me wrong on that. Um, however, I think the bear, in my opinion, um, you know, I'm not, you know, Mr. Fish Genius or anything. But in my experience, in my opinion um I think barometric pressure has a lot more effect than than moon phase as far as like feeding goes. It
2: would make sense, yeah, especially because like when rain's rolling in.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so usually, uh, and that's one thing. So I'll break it down. So you got bluebirds, sunny skies. Usually that's high pressure, and that's when you're going to want to go to a finesse bite. Fish aren't going to want to eat as much um, just because of that pressure below the surface of the water is that much more Um, whereas uh, like when a storm rolls in usually that's falling pressure right before the storm comes or right as it gets there Um, you'll have dropping pressure and that usually puts on a feeding frenzy Um, when it's typically steady between I think it's like 29 and a half to or 29.8 to 30.4 um that's usually you know throw whatever find a pattern and and they're gonna eat um but when when that pressure is dropping like that day that i had my pb on the home lake and it was me you and scott out fishing that was falling mm-hmm. pressure it was overcast like I mean, I don't know how many big fish I caught that day. I mean, it was, at, I forget, man. It was like somewhere between like six and nine bass over 18 inches.
2: Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm killing it on pike. You're killing it on bass. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was an active day that day for sure.
1: I mean, there is a ton of literature out there about barometric pressure and the effects on fish while fishing. Um but when you combine that with the lunar calendar, you can get some pretty gnarly days to match up, you know? So, but, uh, I know a lot of guys that fish muskies and they're like, ah, oh, lunar calendar, it's, uh, you know, got to get out there. Cause it's, you know, full moon or whatever the heck it is. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know much about muskies, but I know some guys that are like heavy into it. And I'm like, you guys are nuts. And then I'll see you in the next right. day. I'm like, how'd it go? Yeah, we didn't catch anything. I'm like, yeah, good thing that moon phase paid off for you, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I don't know, man. Uh, it, it was some some of my thoughts and, uh, you know, the making of adjustments. I know I've been throwing some different colors and getting out of my realm. And, uh, yeah, that day, it was weird, man. I caught a fish on a jerkbait. I caught a crappie on a drop shot. And uh the jig I've been throwing I caught most of my fish on. So but I did throw a variety of stuff. And at one point, like I caught a fish on a jerk bait, I didn't get another one after fishing it for another fifteen, twenty minutes, I threw on a square bill. Didn't get anything else, threw on a different color square bill, you know? So and see
2: and, that, and that's like one of the hardest things <laughs> because you know how much I love crankbaits. Yeah. Like I oh. wanna throw a bait whenever yeah. I can. and they're just not bringing in the fish right now no it's still cold and definitely
1: colder up by you well i know it's supposed to appear it's supposed to get like 60 this weekend and then the following week is supposed to be you know pretty consistent 60s so uh, i think with those two full weeks of warm weather you know it's like we we hit 60 plus a couple days but then this past weekend you know, I tried going fishing uh, Sunday, and it, I think the high was 40. And I went out, yeah. and I was like, this is just stupid. I can't even feel yeah. my hands right now. Like, wind's blowing.
2: I have, like, no desire to be anywhere near that water yet. <sighs> yeah. well, It's like, it's just so cold. I'm not fishing an online tournament, though, for yeah. I was know, on a monthly a, online
1: tournament. So. I was on a mission. Yeah. I wanted to start yeah, the season out. <laughs> I wanted to start the season out strong, and I mean, I won't say it. It wasn't a strong start. I ended up in sixth. Yeah, so I got knocked down to fifth, and then a gentleman decided to post a hundred inches yesterday before it ended, which put him in first. He claims. He claims he caught them all yesterday. Is he a Filipino Filipino ninja? I don't know. I've never met him. (laughs) I know you know him. But, like, I saw it this morning, and that was, like, the chat, and the KBL was, like, somebody sandbagged, and then somebody screenshot it and was like, hmm, you know. But I don't know. I just don't see pulling 100 inches when a cold front blows in and it's nasty out, but. That's that's for a different time and subject.
2: Mr. Keating, sandbagging. Yeah. No,
1: sandbagging. Congrats to him. him. Congrats to him. He uh, he. Pudi was in first the whole month. Patrick Pootie Tharp. That dude is a stick man. Um, I've never met him. I've just heard stories, and I know people, ah, and I've seen his standings. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's,
2: he's, he's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. A, it's it's <laughs>
1: like, you know, lo- love you, pootie. But, uh, yeah, he was in the lead all month with like 98 and a half inches or something. And then last night, 100 inches got posted. So he got bumped down a second. so
2: Yeah, he's got some choice places to hit too, man.
1: Yeah, he's down in central Illinois by all those, you know, power plant lakes where the big fish are. You know. yeah he gets to cheat yeah
2: <laughs> like yeah. all those regular yeah. people up here yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's a different world three-hour of here oh right yeah
1: there. yeah well that's why i've been taking that drive man you know yeah. it's like yeah. i'm not gonna catch anything like that up here right now water temps are in like the mid mid to kind of high 40s you know yeah. down it's, there water temps have been around 55 plus or minus three or four degrees
2: yeah, yeah. dude i was up in madison ye- yesterday and there were definitely still ice out there i won't say it's solid all the way around but it, there's definitely quite a bit of ice out there still for them yeah it's like it's cold still up north there, was Is there ice on the
1: lakes place? up there still mm-hmm.
2: yeah i mean it's not like it's not like you can go out there and ice fishing oh, some of the
1: bays and stuff th-
2: Yeah, it's got chunks, because up there by the Madison chain, because we were right there. Um, The river looks fine. It's just that, I think it was Monona that I saw, Uh, that one had some pretty good chunks of ice on it still. I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad it's not like that down here.
1: Yeah, when I was up at Canucopia, uh, the river was pretty much open, except for that little channel that goes back behind Rutabaga was still frozen. But there was, uh, I want to say, there was a truck out on the ice on uh, what is that Mud Lake? That's right yeah. north of Wabisa there. Uh, when was that? That was Canoe Copia. That was uh, uh, like, beginning okay. beginning of March. Okay. Yeah, a couple weeks still, ago.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you know. I mean, they man. were
1: they were further away from the river channel, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, still. Just, yeah. Wow yeah
2: just well, so everybody's clear i have no desire to drive my truck on any ice <laughs> no it's just i i just i can't get over the
1: thought it just, it's it's i just don't want to lose the truck either you've never <laughs> you've never been to minnesota in the winter have you no
2: i have it's just i have an ice fish up there but i know it to get solid i get it i get it i know the measurements i know it's just well, funny. like it just dumbfounds me every time i see it but there. are there were a lot of people who screwed up this year, and that, that's the stuff that scares me. Yeah. Even when yeah. it's the coldest and should be the safest, right. ice is never safe, yeah. and it, sometimes you end up losing your truck.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't get up there this year. I really wanted to, but with all the fishing shows and stuff going on, I, I just i failed, man. And uh, But I remember the first time I went up there, and we were out on Mille Lacs and there's, like, roads... With signs plowed out on the ice and yeah, like we're it's... driving and driving and driving. I'm like, you know, shout out to Scott Purrs. I'm like, where the heck are we going, dude? Like I can't even see shore anymore. <laughs> like oh, th- it sounds three so miles scary. out. We would go out to so... Three Mile Reef. Yeah. Three miles out. If you guys have like um Navionics, go on Navionics, look at Malax and look where Three Mile Reef is. It's out in the middle of nowhere. And I remember the one time I was up there, it was like negative forty, and the wind was gusting up to forty. Oh, and that's, that's dude, it looked like you were on the moon. I got video of it somewhere. I think it's on my Facebook page. But yeah, it it literally you would think you were on the moon or something. It was it was nuts. You couldn't Is, see anything. <laughs> did Scott did Scott have his castle by then? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: oh yeah, yeah. Well, then it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, staying out in the <laughs> ice shack. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't even. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you got to go I out there. Like, sure, I'll go. Well, the worst part <laughs> is, is you know, when you got to go to the bathroom to, you know, pee, you know, you you, you got to go out there and that stuff, and you know, yeah. go as fast as possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. Because not know, only are your
1: fingers going to get frostbite. <laughs> yeah. Hey now, hey, this is a family show. Watch it, watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, but was, uh, <laughs> yeah, glad glad uh, old man winter is on his way out the door and uh, spring is here, man. Uh, About time. Yeah, yeah. About time. I'm looking. Can't wait
2: to get out there.
1: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. i <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm heading down to Springfield again this weekend with uh, our man Jacob Ruff and uh, the Godfather. Might he's going his... with too? He may oh, go. Man. He may go. I told Crazy. him so. He's gonna check the calendar, but he's That's getting excited because cool, the place up on Delavan uh, has already got some weeds sprouting up. He was—he uh, sent me a picture the other day when I was talking to him, and uh, yeah, he's—he's he's getting excited. So I told it's him. It's so funny he
2: comes to that. He's like—he's like, dude, check out this picture. What am I looking at? weeds man they're grown in the lake
1: well he was like do you think these are amazing scott he's like do you think these are weeds or algae was his question and i'm like i I think it's got to be warmer for algae but i'm like i'm no biologist or whatever you know lakeologist whatever you want to call it
0: yeah but uh biologist yeah yeah but
1: uh i'm like it's got to be weeds so but uh yeah he's getting excited to get get going up there but uh i was like yeah man me and jacob are heading down if you want to come down so he's like i don't think i have anything going on saturday and if i do i think the
2: calendar just got cleared <laughs> dude i would totally go especially with the weather that's going to be made. yeah
1: yeah i know jacob texted me today and i think he said it's going to be like mid to high 60s mm-hmm. so it'll be good it'll be good because he's trying yeah. to get in the kbl event um because I know there's a few guys that can't make it, so they're opening up those spots to the public. So if you guys are interested in fishing that event, um, they're going to open up registration on April 6th, which is uh, this week. That would be Friday, I think. Today's the first. Yeah, Saturday. My bad. So. It's like Friday. Just yeah, after Friday, Saturday, whatever, <laughs> you know, somewhere around there. So it's beginning yeah. of the weekend. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Alan Weedmeyer for this fresh new KBL hat I'm wearing this evening. So Alan, your t-shirt's on the way. I slapped off. Sorry, bro. It'll be there.
2: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check my mailbox and see if I got my hat too.
1: Yeah. If not, shoot him a message and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah. <laughs> So what's, what's up, yo? He's like, holding where's my hat. He's holding back your hat for his T-shirt. Yeah, uh, yeah probably. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. It's all good. So, but uh yeah, man. Yeah, I'm stoked, man. Season's here. Yeah. It's gonna be I'm good, not. Man. I'm not going to see Richie this weekend. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go hang with some a paddle and fin listener. <laughs> Try banging some fish. Maybe there you go. On, maybe get on the water with the Godfather so
2: maybe teach you a couple things he's gonna be Ned Riggin the whole time watch
1: who's that (laughs)
2: Olsen oh
1: yeah (laughs) probably probably yeah I don't blame him like hey things work everywhere yeah that's one thing I haven't tried down there I can tell you the crappie like the drop shot man everywhere I've thrown a drop shot I've just been catching huge slab crappies I'm like dude like where were you guys this winter when I was ice fishing
2: (laughs) yeah you know? i could have been drop shot the whole winter yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i know what's real yeah. do i know what to
1: do <laughs> next winter now so but uh yeah cool man yeah. you got anything else my man what do you no, think i mean i'm good i'm just gonna you know
2: pound through that trailer get that rolling you know get ready for this next tournament on a lake that i kind of know um just try different things you know i'll have a report for that you know and it's kind of cool too cuz me and Glenn like work pretty good as a team out there. We'll bounce off each other. You know, and just try to make it better for the both of us if one of us is lacking. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know we're going to but...
1: try covering some uh um uh, we're going to try covering some water that I haven't explored yet this weekend, so it's kind of the plan. I uh, kind of explored the backup plan first and gotcha uh, which is good so if i need to get away from the crowd i know where to go and hide so sweet yeah so we're gonna ex- explore some water closer to the launch this weekend which is some should be a lot warmer water so might be bad fishing we'll see but yeah That's should be fun. good yeah man um yeah you guys um with that being said, the normal Recycle Your Plastics address is in the show notes. Shout out to Hammered Lures for uh, donating some plastics to be given away out at uh, the seminar we had. Same with Crabby Bass Lures, uh, Leesian Fishing donated a rod, and uh, Southern Lake Co. Check out Southern Lake Company on Instagram, Facebook. Their website's uh, southernlakecompany.com. They donated some who rags and, um, yeah, YouTube videos Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday. Podcast for you new listeners is every Tuesday. If you get a question, comment, yeah. topic you want to talk about, email us, paddle, the letter N, fin at gmail.com. Or on any of our social media. At paddle and fin. (laughs) I think that is it. That's a wrap, you guys. Get out there, get fishing. Hope they're big coming over the side of the boat. Till next time, guys. Tight lines, smooth paddling.